I wake up in the morning and I'm triggered. I brush my teeth and I'm triggered. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. I see something, I'm triggered. I do this, I'm triggered. But who's listening? Hey, welcome back to Who's Listening with me, Leon Andrews, and I'm sorry if I sound a little bit hoarse right now or my, you know, I sound like a little different. Uh, The reason why is because we just got through the weekend and this past weekend was the Bar Wars, the SIW, I don't know what that stands for, but the SIW Bar Wars at the Vector Bar and Arcade, and if you missed it, I feel bad for you, son, because it was a banger of a show just an absolutely amazing i didn't first of all i didn't expect it to be that great of a show but it ended up delivering better than any live wrestling i've ever seen before and it was awesome just absolutely just awesome my girlfriend thoroughly enjoyed the show she'd never been to a wrestling show before this was her first show ever and she was super into it even to the point she was even yelling at the wrestlers both the face and the heels of each match now if you guys don't know the face is the good guy and the heel is the bad guy just a little bit of wrestling nomenclature for you so it was just like a really cool thing. It, I, it was so good. I mean, guys, if you missed it, I'm so sorry. But you you got till they are hinting that Bar Wars Episode 2 is going to happen. And they want to do it again at Vector Bar in Arcade. And the owner of that is excited about it. And he wants it to happen. We There were so many people there. It was almost a packed full house i've never been to that bar and having to walk around so much people or try to avoid running into it 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 was it was it was awesome and i'm i'm so happy for mike i'm so happy for him i'm happy for chris and silvio uh he put on he he set up a great show it was it was absolutely just fantastic and i was yelling so hard so loud that I was just done, like not even halfway through the whole thing. My voice was like, oh, but I was like, I want to keep going and yelling at people. But to kind of circle back to the intro, which I'm not going to lie to you, it was a little weird, but there's a reason why. And uh, it is in da- the show was in downtown Clearwater. Now, if you guys are not familiar with Clearwater and downtown Clearwater, um, one of the things you need to know is that downtown Clearwater is one of the most central locations for the Church of Scientology. It is like, think of it as like the Mecca or the Vatican for all the Scientologists. And the reason why I bring this up is because the show was taking place in downtown Clearwater and it was not too far away from that, what I would, you would call the Mecca of Scientology. And there, there was a point where the announcer said, hey, let's get really loud to the point that the Scientologists think that Xenu is uh, back in the earth and everyone's like, and so I'm a Scientologist and uh, I've been doing, I've been involved in doing things at the Church of Scientology since June of 2015 and it's been one of the most beneficial things in my life. 
You know, I, I learned a lot about myself going there. I learned a lot about the church. I learned about a lot about its members going almost to the point that now, at this point in my life, I do consider myself a Scientologist. Now, uh, like a number of the people there who were not born into the Church of Scientology or have been a Scientologist or whatever, who are non-Scientologists basically their whole life, you know, got I was introduced to Scientology a lot of ways of basically the episode of South Park where Stan was apparently the reincarnated version of L. Ron Hubbard and this and that and Xenu Overlord and souls trapped, frozen and dropped into a volcano, etc. Right? You know, you know all that. And I was, I was always very much like, okay, this alien believing cult that exists in our world is still here. Why is it still here? And I always had this curiosity about Scientology. So eventually, I, out of my curiosity, I went to one of the churches, the one in Tampa. And since then, I've just been going and I've been doing things, studying the te- studying the, their text and all that. And I haven't seen anything about like alien overlords or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just like you guys, uh, if you have seen like the HBO documentaries, I did watch those two before, way before I went to the first or- the, the organization in Tampa and all that. And yeah, it, it, way different than what I was led to believe. And so... You know, when he, when the MC of the show did that and he said that, I allowed myself to get triggered. And because I know the truth, at least from my perspective, I know the truth. A lot of people don't know the truth. And I feel like he was kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, um, he was basically just like reaffirming basically a false information you know, something that wasn't true about, you know, the church and its, you know, and its followers. And so I went up to the guy. Now I'm going to say it to you this way. I went up to the guy twice. The first time to let him know I was a Scientologist and please keep it cool. I was trying to be really cool about it. But then I really thought about what I said to him and I realized I was being a humongous douchebag. So I went up to again at the end of the show, and I apologize for being triggered and being butthurt. There's nothing worse than being triggered and then being butthurt, okay? Like, we, a number of us have been there. Something was said to us or something, or we saw something or something was done in front of us, and, we, you know, it, and, and we get triggered. Like, you know, if you see a car accident and it kind of triggers you and you remember your car accident, something like that, you allowed your, yourself to get triggered by the sound or sight or this, you know, of, of a car accident. And so here I am, I'm getting triggered by this guy's words and I, I, and I got butt hurt. Long and short of it, I got butt hurt. And I had to go over there and apologize because in the end, in the end, he put on a great show. This guy put on a great show. He was a great announcer. He was fantastic at what he did. He got the crowd really going. And you really want that in, in, in someone who is emceeing a wrestling event or any event. You want them, he, he has to create an effect on the audience. And he did a great job. And I felt bad because I felt like I super came up to him and made him wrong. And he said, oh, I was joking and this and that. And I, and I said, yeah, I know, but still, blah. no, I should have just let him say it and then let it go. Because in the end, he wanted the crowd to get hyped up and this and that. And jabbing at Scientology, let's face it, guys, it's super easy to do. It's a super like it's all over national television these days with whatever they're reporting and whatever Le- Leah Ramini is saying and this and that and Tom Cruise blah blah blah. 
it's so easy to just shoot at the church right now of Church of Scientology. So I can't let myself get triggered. I just like the rest of anybody in this world, any any dogmatic practice out there, any culture that is out there, you have to be able to take a joke. And I, you know, I like the show Big Mouth and I laughed at the jokes they made about the church's Scientology and, you know, even the mention of like the church's leader, David Miscavige. I thought it was, you know, there were certain points where that were just like, you know, funny about that. And I was, you know, I personally thought they were funny as well, even though they they were these far-fetched ideas of an alien having sex with the planet to create the hormone monster. If you guys haven't seen Big Mouth yet on Netflix, it's a pretty funny show. I do, I do enjoy it and it has, it hit some pretty good points about growing up as a kid to your uh, pubescent years in school. I thought it was, it's good. So I, I never got triggered by that, but this guy, I don't know how, man. I guess he just caught me on, on a night and I let myself get triggered. And you know, the effects, you know, people can get affected when you allow yourself to get affected by these things, even though you know are not true, you not only validate the lie or the accusation, but you also make yourself wrong. You know what I mean? Remember the episode before this that I mentioned that you have to be right and you can make things go right and you shouldn't focus on the wrongs of things. You should focus on like what could be right about something as opposed to what could be what is wrong with this situation. You should focus on what could be right about this situation, right? So my problem is I, I focus on the wrong. I focus on the wrong of everybody. I focused the wrong on him and all of this and then I thought I could make it right when really in actuality you can. Oh, maybe you could, maybe someone else could but me personally at that moment in that situation i should have just let it fucking go and not be such a bitch like sergio is sergio you're such a bitch by the way but yeah yeah words can have an effect things can have an effect people you know sides can have an effect you know like letting them affect you can happen you know the the question is do you want to be the effect of something and it's always okay to be the effect of something like such as the effect of someone's love right to be the recipient to receive someone's love feels really good now to receive a punch in the face fucking sucks no one wants that in their life nobody wants that in their life to get punched in their face unless that's your kink and you get off on being punched in the face yes that can happen i remember going to a convention for fetishes and i remember watching this guy getting kicked in the balls and he loved it he liked being at the receiving end of that so it is possible to be on the receiving end of things and be okay with it, but some yeah, but obviously, but there are times where being on the receiving end of something is not great. It depends on the context of these things, and then depends on you as a person to be able to allow yourself to become the effect of something. So if I go around and I can talk about right now, just talking about the word nigger and the word faggot. Just in this, just talking about it, just saying, hey, like the word faggot was used to describe like a bundle of sticks or like a fire or to be used on a fire, but now it's used as a derogatory term for homosexuality. Like, ask yourself, are you being triggered by that right now? 
are you? Are you being triggered by that? I'm only speaking of the word faggot in a very, um, the context, the context is in a very explanatory manner. The same thing with the word nigger. Like if I talk about that and I, and remember in a previous, in another episode, I did, as I was saying it, I dropped like, you know, I said nigga with an A at the end. You know what I mean? Like how the way I'm doing it now, different from with, with the ER. Now I'm explaining these things to you. But am I using the, are they affecting you? Are you triggered by these words right now? If you are a person who is black or, you know, friends of like black people and you're allowing yourself right now by these words of explanatory way to be unaffected by just getting triggered, you know, I'm not trying to, that is not my intention, right? Like we know, like we've met people that are just trying to talk about things and this and that. And then like we let one little thing trigger us when it really wasn't their intention in the first place. And you, we really need to. Oh, my God. I just realized what I could have done in that situation now. If I had simply going up and said, hey, like, why did you? I'm a Scientologist. Why did you joke about that? And he's like, oh, you know, we're just joking around. I'm like, you know what? That's totally fair, man. I really appreciate the shout out and gave him a high five and moved on with my life. That would have been such a better way of handling it. But you know what? I did what I could to make up for it by apologizing to him for being butthurt, and I moved on with my life. And the best part about the, the thing about it is I didn't let it me. I didn't let his words trigger me so much. I did not enjoy the show. I thoroughly enjoyed this show. This show was such a fucking banger of a show. Like I wish you guys were so there to watch this. I mean, I ran into people. Not even I ran into people who didn't even know Vector Barn Arcade existed in downtown Clearwater. They just were randomly walking by, and they were like, what's all this commotion going on? And they walked in. It was amazing. So going back to it, you know, you me explaining these two different derogatory slurs to you, are you triggered by it? Obviously, it's not my intention. I'm, yeah, I hate the fact, you know, I am saying these words, but we got to talk about these things, guys. Like, we have to be able to have an open discussion we need to be able like when someone says these things that trigger us to immediately just ask like why did you say that and if he says well i'm just explaining and you're like okay like thank you i know you're not using it in a hateful way but if you could avoid using that word next time be great we need to open up communication guys communication is just this thing like in this world like if we just shut the fuck up and we keep to ourselves like we're not going to do ourselves any favor you know, I could have like, you're right, guys. I could have like, when he said those things, I could have just shut up and I could have, and I should just be quiet and no problem. You know, when people find out who I am, they find out who I am. You know, do I really need to go out of my way to make it a point to be known as who I am? No, not really, man. That's some old bullshit, man. I got to just do me and I got to do me just right. And I love doing me. Let me tell you. Nick, let me tell you, I love doing me and I do me hard. Moving on, being able to create these effects. You know, this is one of the reasons why I started this podcast. I want to have a discussion with you guys. I like talking about my, I do like talking about my personal life and my personal struggles. And then I, I hope that in some way, the things that I talk about reach you in such a way that you can kind of implement it in your own lives because I want you guys as a whole to succeed in life. I don't want people to fail in life. I don't want people to fall below their means. I don't like that. I, I want people around me to succeed. I don't want to see people fail. And that's why I try to do the things that I do. That's why I started this podcast is because 
I want people to hear it. I want people to talk to me. I want people to subscribe. I want that. I want that effect with that's like my intention and that is the desired effect. That's the desired results that I want with this podcast. So having an effect on people is can be a good thing. You know, like if you are like this point where you can cause good things to happen around you, that is great. That is fantastic. That is absolutely just a beautiful thing. And, you know, the other day, like I was talking about how I missed doing some things recently with my own personal projects. Well, I was over the weekend, I was able to actually sit down in between car rides for Uber and was able to just straight up get the things that I needed to get done. Actually, matter of fact, last week, I decided to write up a set of things that I need to get done for either of my projects, either my little video game that I want to do or the graphic novel that I want to do with my friend, I actually wrote up a whole, like a whole thing of like, what are my goals and what's like, what am I like, what is the outcome? What's the product going to be like and describe what that product is and what targets do I want to hit? And like, how do I want to go about hitting these like goals, these like small little sub goals before I get to the bigger goal, right? And I did that and I felt so accomplished. And one of the things that I needed to do for my graphic novel was to reread the outline that I wrote. And I went in there seriously with the intention of I'm going to make modifications to this so that it actually makes more coherent sense if need be. And guess what? I read it from beginning to end. And what's, you know, a couple like little grammatical or misspellings here and there sprinkled, like just peppered throughout the whole like document. I looked at it and said, this is a really good story. And I I really had to tell myself I need to step away from it and really individuate myself away from it to the point that I'm not going, yeah, it's what I wrote and because I wrote it, it's going to be perfection. No, I really read it and said, no, this is a good story. There is something here. It's not the greatest story, but it's a sol- it's got a solid beginning, middle, midpoint hits, or and then they, you know there's a conclusion of the overarch story that's introduced at the almost at the very beginning. So now the next step is to actually script it. So now I want to figure. Now I got to sit down and make myself script this thing, and then show it to my friend, to my partner, Jordan. And say, hey man, take a look. Let's get some drawings in, man. Like, let's see if we can start illustrating this and get it going. And then the other thing is, I actually worked on my little high concept document for my video game. You know, I I, I did a little, you know, the the features part of it. And then, you know, I I really looked at it and said, like, yeah, this is actually a really good idea for a video game, etc. So now I really need to put in more of that effort towards the actions of meeting these sub little goals or these like steps that I have to hit to get one step closer to my overall goal, right? So even now with this podcast, there are steps that I'm taking so that it becomes a successful thing. Like you guys are out there, if you're listening, I want you guys to Think about something you want to accomplish in life, whether it's to paint a picture, whether it's to write a short story or um, become a musician. I understand that I keep going to these things, but whatever you want to do, like figure out what the overall goal is and then think about, think about the steps that are necessary to take to get it done. Okay. You can even apply this to even getting a better job. Right. If the goal is to be a just throwing this out here to be a 
web support specialist, right? Being on web support, like supporting a website when people are having problems with it. Because, you know, let's say your situation was that you're working at a Pollux. You just want to get a step up in the IT world. And that's one of the entry points you would go to. Well, your goal would be that, right? It's to have to have a better job, whatever it may be, IT support or whatever. And then your pro- like what you want to produce is like a good resume that shows and then like even an interviewer shows that you have what it takes to be a part of this. So you want to like look at the steps that you got to do, right? You got to spruce up my resume. I need to have these keywords in there and I need to do this. And then I, another step is to look it over and then have someone and then the next step is to have someone read it for me and, and give me pointers and then reiterate and then redo the whole thing if I have to and make modifications here and there, right? Everything has steps, right? Everything has steps. Lansu, a journey of a thousand miles, and I'm paraphrasing, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. A single step. Your big goal in life, my big goal in life, his big goal in life, her big goal, goal in mind, it has a step. And every step has an entry point. You just got to find which one you're able to realistically take on and do it. And then when you're done with that, go to the next step. Whatever it is, whatever you can handle next, do it. Do it. Because I know you guys can get it done. And you need to be able to know that you can get it done. Once you make that realization that you can actually do something, do it. You can let yourself be held back by your emotions or by your um, self, you know, your self-conscious, like whatever inner thoughts and feelings were that says don't do it. And you may never do it. Think about that, guys. I want you guys to succeed in your life, whatever it may be, as long as you're not stabbing somebody in the butt. All right. Even if it is Sergio or Derek, don't stab them in the butt. I know they're dicks, but people can be better. Like once they realize they're dicks, they can better themselves. And just like anyone else in this world, once they realize that there's some flaws in themselves, they can find out what can be right about themselves and make it right. And I believe that. And I believe in you. Guys, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alternative Zen. Go out there. Find out what steps you need to get done and get some great results in your life and in this world while you're still on this side of the dirt. I'm Leon Andrews. Who's listening? You did. Thanks.